You're listening to Decidedly Dry. I'm your host, Jess Steitzer. This is the Sober Podcast where we actually focus on the good. Amazing, right? We spark inspiration. We try to provide some hope and help motivate you. I promise to always keep it real, provide some dry humor, and remind you every episode why sobriety is truly a superpower. You can always find the show notes, some posts, and all of my other tools over on decidedlydry.substack.com. Thank you so much for pushing play today. Let's get started. Well, hi, my sweet friends, and welcome back to the show. This is your friend Jess, and yes, it is true. It is the, let's see, second week of November, and my Christmas tree is up. I'm not mad about it. They say, you know, there have been, you know, some really, really good studies that have proven that people with Christmas decorations up for longer are happier. So I'm just going to leave that there and give you full permission to put that tree up. (laughs) Okay, so who do I have on the show today for you? Today, I have someone very special to me. I have Jen Couch, who is... I don't know, probably better known to you listeners as SoberSis. And you have heard me talk about SoberSis before on this podcast. Or if you are new, um, SoberSis offers a 21-day reset challenge. And that actually is where I started my sober journey. That's where my roots are. So I had been scrolling and scrolling one day and probably due to my recent Google searches of, you know, how to cut back on drinking, um, the magical algorithm or whatever you want to call it, knew that that's what I was looking for. And it was really great. I actually joined the Sober Sis 21 Day Reset Challenge and I was like the second group to go through Jen's program. So I feel, oh my gosh, some of us... uh, (laughs) The girls that went through at the same time as me, we call ourselves the OGs because we were some of the original resetters that went through her program, which I was trying to think about before I hit record. I think we were in 2019, 2019. So if anyone is listening who's an OG, I love you. (laughs) All right, you guys. So I'm bringing Jen back on. Let me just read you her bio so you know a little bit about Jen, and then I'll explain why I invited her back to the show. So Jen is the founder and creator of the Sober Sis community, and she is a leader in the Sober Curious movement. She lives over in Fort Worth, Texas with her hubby of 28 years and has two adult children in their 20s. Sober Sis was actually born... Christmas Day of 2017. And since then, more than 200,000 women have downloaded her free happy hour survival kit. Don't you worry, that survival guide will be in the show notes below. And get this, over 30,000 people have participated in that 21 day reset challenge I mentioned. Those numbers are growing every month as she works hard to get the message out to more women. She is a motivational speaker and an author of Look Alive, Sis. You guys, that is why I invited Jen back because she just came out with, well, not just, but she recently came out with a book called Look Alive, Sis, and I absolutely loved it. 
I just gobbled that book up. It is so great. And we are going to talk about it in today's episode. And we are also going to talk about how she, in addition to her Look Alive Sis book, she actually has a a uh, version Bible plan that kind of goes with it. And it's Look Alive Sis, Seven Days to Awaken Your Sober Mind. So if you've been listening recently, you know I have been on my God-curious journey. So talk about two of my worlds colliding. It just brings me so much joy. So with that being said, here's Jen. Well, welcome back to the show, you guys. This is your friend Jess with Decidedly Dry. And it has been a while since I have had a guest on the show. And I am thrilled to actually bring back one of my closest friends. And this, I mean, I'm going to have to record a whole separate intro, Jen, but like you are the one that started my whole journey. You have been such an inspiring leader for me. So I am thrilled to welcome back Jen, aka Sober Sis. Glad to be here, Jess. It's fun. Jen and Jess. I know. The Jays. Here we are again. (laughs) Well, this episode is going to, I already know this conversation is going to be dear to my heart because when I had you on last time, I'm pretty sure we probably talked about your sober story, your sober-minded journey, and just kind of how you and I knew each other, the reset, all of that wonderful stuff. But today we get to touch on some new exciting things, which I'm thrilled about. That's right. Let's just dive on in. I mean, here we go. We already were laughing before we hit record because we're like, let's just talk <laughs> to girlfriend. Let's just do this. <laughs> let's go. Well, I want to talk about your book. So one of the reasons I wanted you back is because you have come out with this book and also some other exciting things. And I would love to talk about it. So the title is Look Alive, Sis. And just tell me what led you to start writing well that's a great question and i think i've always been a writer but it was something else to totally write a book um i think i've been writing like little mini books since i was about 13. (laughs) i've been a journaler avid journaler since literally middle school and beyond i have tupperwares in my closet journal after journal after journal of just my my stories, highs and lows, what God's done in my life. A lot of times I'll I'll take a gap when things are going well, but I tend to write more when things are not going as well um, or I'm needing to really process or work things out. So writing a book for me years into Sobersis was a project that I always wanted to do, but just didn't have the bandwidth or the time mm-hmm while building Sobersys to really kind of pull over and jump into the book project. And then I realized this year in 2023, I'd basically already written the book. I just needed to pull it together um, over these last four or five years. Uh, Well, and that is so interesting to me how you mentioned you were writing forever and then you take those breaks and then you would come back maybe when when you had some something heavy maybe that you wanted to talk about because I think writing can be so therapeutic. So I love that you mentioned that. Yeah, totally. A lot. In fact, Jess, if you if you really want to know the truth, some of my journals, I would just think to myself, oh my goodness, what if somebody got hold of one of these? Sure. Remember when we were little? I don't know if you had one of these, but I had a diary that had like a lock. Totally. 
<laughs> and now I'm like, what would actually happen? I think my family and my kids during some of those challenging years would read and go, oh, that's what mom was going through. That's what mom was thinking. Because I think at the time they didn't really see me, especially the kiddos. They, it's hard for them to see you as a person. Yeah. They see you as a mom. Right. Or, you know, your husband can see you as a wife. And sometimes we forget our personhood. And that's where I really explored my my individual thoughts and feelings and emotions the most in those journals. But yeah. there's a few I've got to tell you that, you know, I wrote a little harder than maybe I should have and I uh, busted through the paper. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, it, it's a it's a place to explore for sure. Writing is very therapeutic. Yeah. Oh, so, so true. And I relate to that. I had, I had the diary with the lock, you know, hidden <laughs> under the mattress or under the bed, totally. <laughs> the key in the little jewelry box. So, you know, it's just your, your safe place to go to. Well, I would love to hear, I mean, how do you describe look alive sis to, to a listener? If there's someone that's like, oh my gosh, I didn't know Jen wrote a book. So how would you describe it? Yeah. Well, even naming it was fun. I mean, what do you name a book that you sure. want to be something that would appeal to maybe someone who's sober curious, as well as someone who's been on the sober minded journey or living an alcohol free lifestyle. So even the book title, Look Alive Sis, is kind of a phrase that I often say. Anyone who's around me often knows that that's just you can hear that almost coming out of my mouth. Hey, look alive, sis. Mm -hmm. It's rough out there. Look alive. You know, the, the cravings are strong. Look alive. Um, there's a lot going on. So look alive, sis, really, to me, captures the idea of being sober minded, which is being awake, alert, aware and present in our own lives. Like look alive mm -hmm. because it's your one amazing life. And if we're dulled asleep or just numbed out, we're going to miss it. And so looking alive is, is exactly that. So this is actually a 40 day reader to awaken your sober mind. It is not a biography. It's not the story of sober sis. It's not a book that you necessarily, I mean, you can read it cover to cover. It's really more of these 40 different seeds to plant in your mind. I call them like sober minded seeds mm -hmm. that you can just kind of water and nurture that just cause you to kind of pause, stop and think, oh, wow, I've never thought about that before. Or they're just short stories. So I find it kind of an easy read. Like if you're out there looking for a great beach book or something just to kind of take on a holiday plane flight that's not super heavy mm -hmm. and that doesn't have like sobriety or sober written all over the front of it. This book is probably for you because um, it, it it's non-threatening <laughs> on the outside. So it's a book you can kind of leave around. I don't know about you, mm -hmm. but I read a lot of Quitlet before um before writing and there were certain books that i thought retro i i might want to hide that a little low key even before i became the sober sis and alcohol free person i was reading books and couldn't quite get the the um the mo on how to quit drinking mm -hmm. but i sure wanted to so a lot of those books um, just the name alone caused like a shame storm in me. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh my gosh, if somebody sees I'm reading this book, you know, 
and and I won't name any names because they're I, they're great books and Absolutely. great authors, and they've got great messages. But I'm just thinking right now of a of a few really prolific titles that are sure. like, wow. Okay, I'm not going to like set that out by the bathtub for my husband to see that I'm reading that <laughs> right. before I want him to know that I'm looking at my relationship with alcohol. So look alive, sis is is as it sounds. It's it's a little bit lighter of a read, and that is my goal. I love that. And I think you described it perfectly. So I, as you should, as the author, um, <laughs> but as a reader, I mean, I, I finished it up actually yesterday and not that I felt pressured to finish it before we spoke, but <laughs> because I loved it, it was light and it was good. And it just, it had those reminders, ones that maybe I'd heard before, but you read it again and you're like, yes, like that is what I needed to read today or in this moment. And so many stories that you just, you relate to. And it's that overwhelming, beautiful feeling of, hey, oh, it's not just me, (laughs) you know, like someone else has felt this way or someone else, you know, was put in this situation that felt awkward at the moment. But look, now I have a solution or I have inspiration and motivation to continue on my sober-minded journey. So I just, I know that listeners can't see this right now. Jen, you can see this, but I have like pages doggy-eared. I got my highlighter out. Like it was just it's something I want to revisit. And and that's what I love about it too, is that it's not one of those books that you, you read and you're like, great read and set it on the shelf. It's right. one that you can kind of keep out because there's going to be yes. different tools and different chapters that might really speak to you where you're like, oh, I want to reread that today. I need that right now. So yeah. I appreciated it so much. Oh, that's good. That's really how I wanted it to be read, where the chapters, again, I, I dare to even call them a chapter. They're like two it or three It felt weird pages. to say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's almost like, huh, I need to see today. What yeah. What do I just need to encourage myself with? Um and yeah, to- more like topics, kind exactly. of a topical standalone chapter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just a little inspiration. So I loved it. All right. I'm peeking at my my list because I wrote down some questions I wanted to make sure I, I got to. So you said that this has kind of been in the making for a while. You know, you've been writing all along your journey. You've pretty much probably had a lot of it written. But what did the actual process look like, you know, putting it together? How did you decide what to put in? How long did it take? I'd love to know. Yes, that's a great question. And, and, you know, being a first time author and publishing a book and and really not knowing the ropes as far as what this would entail, it was a daunting task. I've got a great team with me um, on with SoberSys. And then also I really always seek to find the experts in a field, let them do uh, do the 10,000 hours <laughs> so that they can condense it down for me and tell me exactly what I need to know. So I actually worked with a literary agency that have published many books that many of your listeners would have heard from. Um, and what they do is they even come in with people like me who have already maybe built a community, have a platform, and they even help kind of strategize with with how you roll out books because I do think I've got more than one book in me. This is like book one, yeah. maybe in a series. Um, maybe my next book will be more the the story of uh, you know my own per- get more personal. Yeah. Um, 
But one thing they said to do is, uh, yeah, look at what you've already done. I've done so much writing with the Reset Challenge, the AFL course, so many aspects and resources within SoberSys. So my next step was to get the plan that that would be a great place to start and really, really start to show a publisher that, yes, women in not only the SoberSys community, but outside of the SoberSys community buy books. They're readers. They, they listen to podcasts. They also buy books. They do all of these things. And of course, you and I know that because we're avid readers and sure. there's so many wonderful books out there on gray area drinking and being sober curious. But um, I, I, I think I wanted to see where I could where I could take it. And so my next step was to hire an editor hmm. um, because it was overwhelming to go, OK, well, here's like four years <laughs> of almost a daily email for people that are on my email list of just maybe Instagram posts that, you know, went a little long. I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, that's an email. <laughs> We've gone out of an Instagram caption into caption too long. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a hint, but that could be some good material right there. So uh, my process was rather fast um, in traditional publishing, the whole, the whole event of like having the idea, pitching to a publisher, writing the book, all the back and forth and the promotion can sometimes take up to two years. It's a two year project, um, oftentimes. A year in the writing, a year in the making. I did it in eight months. Oh my gosh. The whole thing. Yeah. Um, and again, it was because I had a great team behind me and had written so much. So for me, that was the biggest thing is going, okay, what are the key points? A lot of which you recognize from the 21 Day Reset Challenge. Mm -hmm. Um, but rewritten in a way that was more story oriented and less just practical, you know, strategies, which I would say is even different than the reset. I have stories there too, but mm -hmm. I think in this one, it was like, okay, if someone were to spend 40 days with me or 40 different readings with me, what are 40? That sounds like a lot, but it's really not. What are 40 topics? So I kind of went topical, like decision fatigue, comparison trap. Mm -hmm. What is gray area drinking? Like what is someone going to benefit by who's never broached the topic or someone who's really familiar? And that was probably the biggest thing is organizing the flow. So it wasn't just random, but they could also stand alone. If yeah. that makes sense. It does. No, it totally does. And I love that you, you know, mentioned that just using your resources. I mean, yeah, I did not need out. to reinvent the wheel, at least not on, not on look alive, sis. It was a book that was, was like, wow, people don't have time to go, you know, archive, you know, look in their archive and read 40 emails. Mm -hmm. uh, people don't want to sit down and read 40 Instagram posts, but would people want to have a book that had 40 short stories? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. I've yeah. got 40 topics. 40 short stories or examples of how this is in real life. Mm -hmm. You know, what it's like really at a book club or meeting up with friends for a reunion or cooking in your kitchen. Like, let's talk about those stories yep. and put them in a book form that's easy to digest. So yeah, that was my biggest thing was uh, putting them in order that made sense in a flow, but also not chronological order because mm -hmm. you could still flip open the book to, you know, number 17. Right. And it makes sense by itself. 
Yeah. Yeah. So true. And I mean, that's what I really loved about it. And I apologize if I'm repeating myself, but it just, those, those real life situations, you know, the the cooking in the kitchen, you know, the going out with friends, like these are situations that, you know, especially as being newly sober minded, you might potentially be in. And so to have a resource to flip in and be like, oh, I didn't even think about going to the bartender and asking ahead of time, hey, could you make me something (laughs) delicious, but without alcohol? Like that is such an easy, you know, easy plan that can, that can just keep you on your journey. So I I totally agree. Just real life, practical, applicable solutions. Like you can see yourself in these stories, you know, names have been changed. (laughs) Many of them are my own. Um, And many are women, you know, that I've gotten to, to work with and know within Sobersys. I've heard golly at this point, um, after doing this full-time five years, I've heard so many amazing stories and, and just so many reality stories. Um, that it that that part was was easy. I know what's relatable because it's also been my own story. Yeah, yeah. And and last thing I want to say about it um, was I heard your voice the whole time, and it was oh, beautiful. Good. It was just I I think that is a reflection of a great piece of work is when you can hear the author's voice. And I you know I know you personally, so I had that one up. But yeah. I thought it was written so well in a sense of like you're just hearing it from a friend you know it didn't come off as preachy or oh I don't know like it was very much like I'm your sis like I I could hear you the whole time so I loved that well I have another little bullet point on my list that I wanted to talk about the one thing or an additional thing with look alive sis is which you made me aware of I didn't even know was that you have a uh, like, correct me if I'm going to say it incorrectly, is um, on version, the Bible app, you actually have a seven-day reading plan that is, to my understanding, kind of look alive, sis, but with scripture kind of added to it. Is that a correct way of kind exactly. of describing Exactly. Great. Okay. <laughs> great definition. <Ooh>. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well done. <laughs> oh, well, and my listeners, they know, you know, this has been a big you know, journey for me, not only my sober journey, but now kind of my, my God curious journey. And so to have you text me that you had a reading plan on the Bible app that I had already downloaded, I was like, it kind of blew my mind. I was like, it's my two worlds merging and whoa, it was so exciting. (laughs) So, so tell listeners how that came about and when, what they can look for in that app. Oh gosh, yes, exactly. Well, first off, I'm a huge fan of the YouVersion Bible app. So plug for that and shout mm-hmm. out. It's a free app you can download in the App Store. Actually, the icon looks like a, a little brown Bible. It's yeah. called YouVersion. And um, gosh, I wish I had the stats right now. It's it's millions and millions of downloads internationally known. And a lot of times, um, Christian authors or or women of faith write a a plan based on their book. Not all, but most are authors in there. And so I had been doing different plans or reading the verse of the day or the Bible in a year. Um, there's just awesome plans. You can type in a word like anxiety, stress, um, peace, joy, all the keywords. Um, and you can also type in keywords like sober mind <laughs> and you can find things like look alive sis when you type in some keywords 
um, because I really think that um, really in faith circles in general, the topic of drinking is also much like society, stereotyped, stigmatized, uh, misunderstood quite often. And, and not really talked about unless you absolutely have to. And if you're talking about drinking, it's because you've got a big problem with a big B, big problem. Mm -hmm. And I think something like a version plan or a book like I've written kind of makes it okay to just wrestle with this out loud mm -hmm. and not have to wear a label and not have to, you know, type in the word alcoholic or addict <laughs> to find information if you're struggling even in the gray area drinking zone or just want to renegotiate your relationship with alcohol and don't even know where to to begin so you version is a huge opportunity to get the message out there to more maybe sober curious women who are uh, believers they're women of faith and they're not hearing people in their church talk about this they're not hearing it in a Bible study, but they know that women in their Bible study are probably struggling with it too, but nobody's talking about it. Right. So to be able to do a plan, like you can invite friends and I'm sure you know this mm -hmm. from knowing the app. What's really cool about it is you can get together with, with friends virtually and say, Hey, let's do the seven day plan together. And then you can actually leave notes at right. the end of each day. And so it becomes kind of a community builder if you've got friends or family members that, you know, are far away, but kind of want to study the same thing or be in the word together. So that's it's cool. really, really awesome. And I think, you know, another great perk, I don't want to say perk, but benefit is, is some of these plans, they are so, how do I say it? I don't want to say short because I don't want it to be short, but for moms, like it's the perfect length for me. I can read a little bit. I can, and I have mine talk to me. I always have the audio on, <laughs> but oh, yeah, and it is know, my actual voice. <laughs> it is. Yes. So then you guys can hear her too. Um, I busted out and did the extra step. I was like, most people don't do that. It's most you version plans have the AI or the, you know, just kind of like the standard female voice or the standard male voice. Sure. Thought, no, I really want this to. To be my voice, like you said, like yeah. two gals talking over coffee. Let's Makes keep it, it real. real. Makes it real. And it's just, it's it's beautiful because it's just a little bit from the book and then it's the scripture, a couple scriptures and, and then I'm done. And it's one of those things where you just feel good. You know, you have hit on some topics that maybe, you know, are going to be applicable today or just put you in the right mindset. And like you said, um, I'm a part of a different plan that a few neighbors of mine invited me to. And it's so fun to be able to read what they took away from this or have a question, you know, presented that you wouldn't have thought about. So it really is kind of a, a comfortable, inviting app, I believe. It's been yeah, really cool. It's a so. great tool and, and, a, and just a huge opportunity. I'm really humbled to be able to be on there. Mm -hmm. And um, again, just pray that God uses it to open doors and just open conversations. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I'll have, just so listeners know, I'll have a link to Jen's book and the version app in the show notes so that you can easily find it. Um, I'd also like to ask, this is, is still on the topic of, of God, but through your years, cause you've been doing sober sis, did you say five years now? Five years. Can oh, you believe it? I mean, I can't. I, I met because, you in year one for sure. I'm next month. I'm four years. So oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, it's wild. It's wild. So 
five years, you've been doing it. And I'm just curious, over the years, have you seen resetters kind of maybe reset resetters that were not believers kind of start to get clarity and, you know, start to kind of dip their toes or become a little bit more aware of, of their faith or explore faith? Oh, totally, Jessica. Totally. You know, when I first started Sober Sis, being, uh, you know, again, a woman of faith and, and having my relationship with God being just a part of my DNA, it's a part of who I am. It's a part of my identity. So I really wanted to approach the sober minded journey, even using the word sober minded it has a biblical reference to it. Um, if you look at first Peter five, eight, be of sober mind. Um, God has given us a sound mind. So it made sense to me to, to use that language, which I think women of faith or that already had a, a relationship with God picked up on that. And it seemed to attract people that maybe already had a foundation or a relationship with God. But for others, I think that because it's not so in your face with mm-hmm. sobersis, I kind of, um, I kind of come around the side where it's a part of me, but it's also not necessarily what I lead with. I don't lead off with that. I'm really leading off with the, you know, sober curiosity. But in doing so, I'm really attracting, I think, spiritually curious at the same time. Mm-hmm. And just like there's room to explore the sober curiosity or the sober mind, even what does that mean? There's so much room to explore a relationship with God because it's so personal. It's so unique. It's not a cookie cutter situation. It's not a conveyor belt. Uh, Nothing in life is even right down to the sober curious journey. So I see them very, very similar. Someone on an alcohol free journey and someone on a God curious journey. They've got to know for themselves why. They're curious what they're looking for. And I think God is so, so big, but yet so personal that he knows how to relate with each one of us in a unique way. And so I've totally seen that, Mm -hmm. that women just maybe who didn't even realize they were spiritually curious, start to get in a group like Sobersis, where there are so many women of faith, just naturally attracted to, to what's going on, um, that then it's almost like the aroma of Christ is present in our group, but you can't quite pinpoint it at first. And I love that because it really makes people want what other people have out of a curiosity stance of like, what, how are you handling the stress, the problems. We all still have them, whether you're alcohol free or not, Um, whether you're sober minded and living present in your own life, it's still not void of problems and challenges. And so I think so many women are watching because we use apps like Marco Polo and the network. There's so much community and connection and sober sis, the crossover and the the lines get real blurred Mm -hmm. and in a good way where people are just mixing and mingling outside of a church environment, but bringing God's love and light into places where people may not see it otherwise. Yep. And I, 
I almost wanted to like raise my hand <laughs> when you were saying <laughs> not raise my hand to like ask a question, but yeah, that was me because when I joined, I, I did not even think about my faith. I, it wasn't, it just wasn't something that was uh, a part of me. It wasn't something I thought about, practiced it, you know, talked about anything and not to go into the whole spiel, but you know, or the whole story, but it wasn't until probably earlier this year when I finally was just like, urge, <laughs> like what, <laughs> what has been this constant theme, like this underlying thing between all of the powerful, wonderful, loving groups of women that I have like fallen into over the years. And it was just like this light bulb went off and I was like, oh my goodness, <laughs> because it started with sober sis where, you know, like you said, it wasn't, it wasn't shouted from the rooftops. It wasn't, you know, we didn't put a label on anything, um, but it was there, you know, like it is, uh, the I women do have that scripture at the bottom of, I each mean, you do yeah. email. <laughs> it's been a few <laughs> years. So yeah. tipped my hat to, well, maybe she really is into this Bible <laughs> scripture thing. Um, and it's funny just that you say that because every month we have new resetters come in and for some people that they, that's why they joined yeah. services. Um, as I've become more clear on my voice and just the voice God, I think wants to use me to have just as a vessel, the more bold I've become with my faith as, as more people are searching. I feel almost like a responsibility to be more bold because people are hungry. They're thirsty, spiritually thirsty uh, for the living water. And being sober minded is great, but yeah. it's not gonna fill the void. Um, it's just gonna clear the way to see, see the void in a different way. And that's and fascinating because so, my blinders were probably up. I mean, yeah, it was there and yeah. I just didn't see it, you know, but yeah. then you look back and I'm like, oh my goodness. Like I had all these women of faith around me and I just yeah. wasn't aware. It's of totally it. woven in. And for some, they, they, like I said, they joined because they know I'm a woman of faith, obviously doing the U version plan, just being more vocal about my faith. But what's interesting too, is some women are like, oh, I didn't know she was a Christian. Uh, maybe they're of a different faith or they're not interested in, you know, biblical uh, scripture or I think all people are spiritual. So I can't say that they're not spiritual, but maybe they're maybe that's not the, the direction they want to go in at this time. And that's OK. That is a OK. And they totally take what they need and leave the rest like they take what resonates and leave the rest. And then every month I have a handful that literally get a refund because the scripture in there is mm -hmm. distractive, distracting to them or offensive. And you know what? That's okay too, because yeah. I can't reach everybody. And maybe a seed was planted and again, all welcome and all welcome to change your mind and come back around or yeah. go, I'm coming in this way. I'm just going to watch for a minute. I'm just going to listen. I'm just going to see if this is legit. Is yeah. this real? I think so many people who have not grown up in a church environment or even worse have <laughs> yeah. have grown up in a church environment and still want to know, is this faith thing real? Is it legit when it hits the fan? I get the Sunday morning pew time, but what about Monday morning? Um, what do I do on a Friday night? You know, yeah. how, how do you how do you take your faith and incorporate it into real life 
and real challenges and be present for it all. I think a lot of women are just watching and they're not looking for perfection. Mm-hmm. They're, they're really looking for people who are willing to uh, just trust the process, trust that progress really does matter over perfection and um, partner with God instead of try to take over, right. take the wheel. Right. Oh, so true. Well, thanks for correcting me on that because clearly I was, yeah, I was joining for another reason. And I was just like, all right, Jen, just tell me how to get rid of the wine glass. <laughs> I love it. And well, then that's it the just way grew. people should come in. I think, I think coming in to focus on your relationship with alcohol is, is the entry point. That is the, that is the gateway into a conversation that can lead a million more ways. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I just, I also want to just say thank you because when I kind of, I don't know, started discussing my God curious journey, you were one of the first ones to just drop that message in my inbox and be like, I think you even, I think, did you call me? I feel I like did. you we called talked. or texted me and yeah, we talked. Like, oh my gosh. It was like, I'm so excited about moly. this. <laughs> so yeah. I just, you know, I want to let listeners know too, that that was just like, I mean, A, that was just so magical and I love you. And you are just one of my dearest friends throughout this whole journey. Um, but what a perfect example of the power of, of community, you know, and just being aware of what's out there too. I mean, since I started talking about my God curious journey, I have had so many people reach out. So many people say, let's talk about this. Let's do a Bible study. Let's do that. And it's, it's so interesting and beautiful to me how it's so similar to the sober-minded journey. If we just talk about it, it's amazing where it can lead you. I totally agree. And just like with the alcohol-free journey, you know, we all come in with our own baggage, our own relationship with alcohol before we drink it, before it got out of control, before it felt unhealthy. And same with faith, you know, we've all got, we've all got our backstory. And I think when we really get in that place of just listening, supporting, knowing that it's all in God's timing anyway, just like, you know, the alcohol-free journey, you can't want that for somebody more than they want it for themselves. They have to want it for themselves and, and, and be driven and intrinsically motivated to, to search. And what God says is when we search for him, he wants to be found. He's not hiding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's ready, but he, he's also so patient and kind. The Holy Spirit is amazing to be patient enough to wait for us because the freedom of choice is what love is all about. Mm-hmm. And that's what's so amazing is how patient and how loving and how kind God's heart is to wait until we come with open hands and we say, okay, I've been holding on tight to all these things, wine being one of my (laughs) last to let go, to give him all of me, all of me. He loved me so much. He, He loves us so much. He wants all of us in a good way, like in a jealous way. And we, you know, maybe you've grown up hearing that in the Bible, you know, God is jealous for you. I always thought, well, what is that? Jealous is a negative word. (laughs) Jealous in this case is actually a positive word because he, He wants to be like the lover of our souls where we just, we have that intimacy with him and nothing else takes that place. And I was trying to, you know, serve two masters, chase two rabbits. You won't catch either one. Right. Exactly. Oh, so well put. Well, Jen, 
Oh my gosh. We could talk forever. I think I always wrap up our chats like this, like, wait, one more hour. What else can we hit on? I'm sure there's more, but I think this is just a perfect place. And I would love for you to share with listeners where they can find you. I, of course, will have all the links in the show notes, but where's the easiest way for them to discover you? Sure. Well, I just got a new hub. I just got a a new website up. Um, It's just easy to remember sobersys.com. <laughs> Woo, I <Finally>. love that. <laughs> I've had all the different links for all the different things, which is great if you want to go to just one one certain resource. But if you go to sobersys.com, you can uh, find out more about my free guide. So I have a free guide to help with wine o'clock tonight. If you're listening to Jess and I and you're like, this is great and all, but like, what do I do this weekend? What do I do with that wedding I'm going to, you know, tomorrow? Um, you can download my free guide. And then um, at the beginning of every month, I do that 21 day reset challenge, which you've been through and so many women as just a way to get the ball started. And then also you version look alive sis should all be on my website, but you can always um, just type in keywords look alive sis. I love it. All right, my friend. Well, till next time, I appreciate you so much. And just Good stuff. thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. All right, that is a wrap. Thank you so much for pushing play today and hanging with me. If you enjoy the show, the best way to support it is to subscribe and to leave an awesome rating or review over on Apple Podcasts. Grateful for this message and want more? Head on over to decidedlydry.substack.com. There you will find all of my writing, a library of past episodes, and an option to subscribe. That gives you access to many, many more tools for not only your sober journey, but for all areas of your amazing life. It has sure been a treat spending this time with you. And just remember, if the only thing you did today was stay sober, you are winning. I'll see you next time.